Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show. I am your host, Emma Gunn-Awardner. Shall we go through some bullet points? It's a midweek episode, so why not? And these bullet points focus on, are you okay? And I'm asking this question because earlier on in the year, when things all over the world, and I know that we have listeners everywhere, things were really uncertain all over the globe. And we were going into lockdown and COVID-19 was new and completely unknown and we were we were checking in with each other a lot we checked in with each other on this podcast over on Instagram where I met Emma Guns and over in the Facebook group the link to join is in the show notes and I can only speak for myself but I definitely found easing into lockdown easier than easing out I found the implementation of strict guidelines to be a rigid framework within which I could work and understanding that these are rules that needed to be followed I felt pretty comfortable adapting to them. It felt like these are the rules, this is what you've got to stick to. And I was like, yeah, I can do that. And admittedly, it was probably easier for someone like me who works for themselves, works mostly from home and lives alone. I don't have dependents or anyone else that I have to really worry about. It's just me. So lockdown life wasn't really a world away from my regular life. And my work and social life literally just went online. And what I used to do face-to-face, I started to do on video calls. However... Easing out and picking up the pace again has definitely not been as smooth, which made me wonder, how are you all dealing with it? And yes, it might be great to feel as though we're all easing back into something that resembles what used to be normal, but these are all really big changes that we're dealing with and navigating for the first time. So I ask you again, are you okay? And I ask that seriously and very genuinely because it's a question that we ask each other often. But how many times are you honest when you answer? How often do you instinctively reply, I'm fine, thank you, or good thanks, how are you? Just immediately deflecting it, putting it onto the other person without even really checking in with how you feel. And how many times have you asked someone, hey, how are you? Are you okay? And you're like, yeah, fine, okay, how are you? And you realize that you're on to the third round of asking each other how how you're doing. (laughs) I've done that a few times. Maybe it's just me not paying attention. Anyway, so the concept of being okay where this stems from, this comes from a psychologist called Thomas Harris. And in therapy, it focuses on rather than a place of perfection, a place of uh, what's comfortable, what feels good enough. So it prompted me to think, well, what does okay feel like? And obviously, it's going to feel different for everybody. But 
If you're irritable for no good reason, if you're short-tempered, judgmental, perhaps you're feeling judged, you're angry, maybe it's uh, you're showing signs of just not being particularly well often all of the time, or you just feel bleak, like the outlook is just bleak, then this could be an indicator that you're not okay. And that's okay too. There are steps that can be taken. But when lockdown began, I started the series Feel Good Habits. And this was with the intention of putting out the sort of helpful hints, strategies and techniques that could help steer someone listening, you, my most excellent listeners, away from a crappy mood towards a better one. And from what you're telling me, you're finding value in these conversations, which is wonderful. So they're going to keep coming at you. But I also just wanted to share in a broader sense some of the things you can look out for that might help you identify not only when you're doing okay, but when you're slightly off kilter. And the reason I wanted to do this is because I have previously, as a lot of long-time listeners will know, I was a few years ago diagnosed with a depression and anxiety and have since had therapy and feel as though I'm on the other side of those things, although it's always a work in progress. You always feel, what's the expression they use in um, recovery? It's always in the darkness doing press-ups, doing pull-ups, like making, you know, so it can come back. But anyway, I feel as though I could have prevented those things, the depression and the anxiety, from becoming as severe as they ended up becoming if I had asked myself, if I had gone through this checklist that I'm about to share with you. Because it went unchecked for such a long time so that by the time we'd got to the point where we got to, it was pretty drastic or it felt like it for me anyway. And so this is why I wanted to share this checklist with you. So the first thing is, how are you functioning? And by this, I mean the daily stuff you have to do, like laundry, washing up, ironing, vacuuming, getting getting ready in the morning, even brushing your hair. Does any of this stuff in itself feel like a chore to you or do you feel exhausted after you've done it? And I can remember, I'm, I'm laughing about it now because what, what else can you do? But when I was depressed and didn't know it, I used to dread vacuuming my flat. I really liked how, <laughs> I know, I really liked how the flat looked afterwards but I used to dread it because in my head I would think, right, yeah, you've got to get the vacuum cleaner out. And then I think, yeah, the vacuum cleaner is quite heavy. Mm, yeah. And I don't think the, uh, I don't think the thing on it's long enough. And so actually when I hoover, it does actually really hurt my back. And yeah, the cord doesn't reach from that plug socket to the far end of the wall, which means I have to unplug it and replug it in. And it's, it's a bit of a faff and you're oh, God, yeah. And so by the time I actually got to doing it, I had put so many barriers between me and the actual task that, it had become something really, really big in my head. And so the only way I ended up being able to get around that was to time it. How long does it take me to clean the flat? I don't live in a palace. It was six minutes, arguably less time to do the actual hoovering than it was. It was more time to do the thinking about it and all of the barriers that I put in the way of it than it was to do the actual vacuuming and just do it, finish it, put the hoover away until a couple of days later. You know what I mean? But that was something that if I had checked in with myself before, that would have been an indicator that, right, you're making a real song and dance about vacuuming and not in a kind of teenager, I'll do it, I'll clean my room later way, like in a real putting huge, ridiculous barriers between me and something actually quite simple. So that's what I mean by how are you functioning? It's just a good checklist. It's, it's the first one on the checklist. Second on the checklist, how are you functioning socially? And this is really interesting because for a lot of us, social interactions can feel really intense post-lockdown, which is probably normal because it's a bit unusual for us because we've had a bit of a gap. So meeting friends for a socially distanced meetup can feel a bit like 
if you haven't eaten sugar for a little while and then you have that first taste and it's like, wow, that's all the flavor. But are you keen to get back to socializing or are you fearful? And if so, why are you fearful? If you have been having a socially distanced hang with friends, do you feel good afterwards? Do you feel drained? Do your relationships feel easy? Do your interactions feel positive or negative? Checking in with how you're functioning socially and how you feel afterwards or during can be another indicator of, am I relaxed? Am I okay? And again, from personal experience, I used to get very stressed about meeting people. And then when I was with them, I'd be getting very stressed about, how am I going to get home? So I was never really in the room, if that makes sense. And again, if I'd checked in with myself earlier, I would have been able to communicate that to a mental health professional and maybe have got help sooner, which is why I thought I'd flag it up. The third thing, how are you sleeping this is such a good barometer of where your head's at. And we can focus so much, and we've I've done several podcasts on sleep uh, with Dr. Shelby Harris and various other experts on this on this podcast, but we can focus on the ability to fall asleep and how easy or difficult that is. We can focus on waking up in the middle of the night or whether we're sleeping too much or not enough. But actually, I think a really good uh, indicator of how you are, kind of how your equilibrium is, is how you feel when you wake up. Do you feel rested? Do you feel sluggish? Or do you feel exhausted? And if you feel rested, that's a really great sign. If you feel a bit sluggish, maybe some things need to be tweaked. And if you're exhausted, well, again, that could be another sign that you're not okay. In which case, there are things that can be done, so do not panic. Also, on this checklist, what's your mood like? And this can be things like, are you feeling naturally pretty positive? Or are you feeling a bit flat? Are you feeling checked out? Or are you actually feeling pretty negative? If you can look back through the day and tot up negative energy and whether it's dominating over a positive one, then maybe you're off balance. And I guess I remember, I can think about how when I wasn't in a good headspace, everything would be negative my interaction with people at the supermarket, my walk to the supermarket, the email exchange I had with the people from such and such, or my tech didn't work. And so if I looked at the day, it's like, oh, everything's gone wrong. And actually I was bringing a lot of that to the table just because I had a terrible attitude, but we'll come on to that in a minute. But if you, if you feel like you've just got a series of days where you think, oh gosh, I've just had nothing nice to say, which is definitely where I was at. And again, that can be another indicator that things aren't all right. Moving swiftly on, what's your appetite like? Are you hungrier than usual? Are you eating less? Are you eating more? Are you, is your appetite out of control? Has it disappeared? Are you craving beige food? If it's out of the norm, then again, another signifier that you're not okay. And for me, I've talked about this before, but when I was really struggling, it was under cover of darkness, literally at the end of the day, like just before 10 o'clock, before I knew the supermarket was going to shut, I would go on a mad dash to go and get a bag of donuts. Hadn't eaten the dinner. I wasn't interested in, in cooking myself anything balanced or nutritious. I just wanted to sink my teeth into the doughy goodness of a jam donut. And that's what I would do. <laughs> and it just, it gave me a short term high, but that's all I wanted. And then there were the associated things with guilt and what have you. And I've spoken at length about my issues with food on this podcast. So there's no, I mean, obviously we know that there's a bigger issue there. But the fact that I was just craving a... Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quick hit, a quick endorphin rush, a quick high was a really good indicator that, yeah, you're off balance. And there was also the night I woke up because I wasn't sleeping properly. Again, all on this checklist. And I woke up at about three o'clock in the morning and I went into the kitchen and I made pancakes. But because I made them with protein powder, I thought they must be healthy. Again, like not live, not not being not being thoughtful, not really taking everything into account. But there we go. So where's your head at? That's another one for the checklist. Are you daydreaming a lot? Maybe you're forgetful. Are you struggling to concentrate? Again, are you in that cycle of negative thoughts? Are you going around and around in your head with something? I am used to be, and I can still be pretty bad at it, but really bad of like waking up and having an idea and thinking, I haven't heard from so-and-so in a little while. And by the end of the day, I can turn that into, I think I upset them. They must be really angry with me about this. And so therefore we're definitely going to fall out or we have fallen out and it's not real. I've just created it in my head. And so, so I have to just almost like go back into my brain and think of the funniest memory I have with that person or the sweetest memory I have with that person or the nicest memory I can think of and just override whatever negative germ grew and turn it into something positive but it's not necessarily easily done but um that's a good indicator if I get to the end of the day and I think why have I got these thoughts swirling through my head it can be an indicator of right you need to put you need to put some um safety measures in place and we'll come on to those and so the final one as well is how are you behaving and this is really good if you're around people a lot uh but if anyone else has noticed that you're acting out of character or even if you have if you think, oh, I seemed, I was a bit aggressive in that conversation, or I was a bit passive, or that was out of character to me. Again, these can all be really good signifiers that something's not okay. And if any of the things I've mentioned feel as though they're affecting you and they have been for a little while, then it really might be a good time to speak to someone because they are signs. And who can blame you given the circumstances that we're living in at the moment, that maybe you're just, you're not as okay as you need to be. And again, this comes from a place of if I had if I had gone through this checklist, even on my own, not even with a mental health professional, a few years ago, maybe I wouldn't have got to the point where where I think I had a breakdown. Maybe I wouldn't have got to that point because I would have been able to some I would have been able to go, you know, all of these things are out of whack. I need to speak to somebody rather than just getting to the point where they were all out of whack and then I had to ask for help. But there are things that you can do because I don't want this to all be doom and gloom. We're all going through such a lot, but there are things that can regulate your mood and get you back on track. And exercise is a really good one for that. So if you're not, if you haven't been able to be active, maybe now is a good time. So there's, interestingly, 
exercise isn't just good for mood it's good for regulating your appetite it's good for regulating your sleep and it does ward off depression and I say this because I've got the stats because you know I wouldn't if I didn't so there's a study in the American Journal of Psychiatry that concluded that people who did not exercise were 44% more likely to become depressed than those who did and that's even just by doing one to two hours a week And to put that into context, I remember doing some work with a great personal trainer years ago, a guy called Dalton Wong, who also used to train uh, J-Law, Jennifer Lawrence. And he wrote a brilliant book called The Feel Good Plan. And it was only when I started thinking about this the other day, I thought, oh, feel good habits, feel good plan. I never even put the two together. But the whole basis of that book was 15 minutes a day, which would tally to just under two hours a week is all you need to do. And 15 minutes a day is just 1% of your day. And so he talks about the things you can do, whether it's uh, exercise, there are, I mean, that whole book is very comprehensive because it covers diet and whatnot. But essentially, if you give 15 minutes a day and use it really tactically to do a little bit of activity, you can reap some serious benefits. So I'm going to put the link to that book in the show notes, but also just flag up, you only need to be doing 15 minutes a day. 1% of your day is all you have to give to exercise it doesn't mean you have to go out and get all the kit all the gear and no idea and start you know being a fit fitness influencer you just have to do 15 minutes of movement a day how great is that and the other thing that can be so effective and perhaps we don't put enough emphasis on is being compassionate because life is hard enough so be kind to yourself but also be kind to others and again it comes back to that thing of creating a reality in your head that you can you can create this reality in your head where you're not being very kind to yourself, where you're the person who's giving yourself the hardest time. So just be kind to yourself. And, you know, you know what they say about kindness. You know, you give it to yourself, you give it to someone else, it grows exponentially. And then the other thing you can do, and I have found this to work, even though it might sound a little bit woo-woo, is... If I feel like I'm being a bit too negative or negative thoughts are dominating, I just I just throw laughter at them or I just throw good thoughts at them. So if I feel like the day is really sucky, then I will think about really good things that have happened, even if they happened 20 years ago. And I'll, I'll laugh at that joke that someone made in the office when I used to work in an office like 15 years ago that really made me laugh. And I will force myself to think five really good funny things or interactions that I had were really that were really nice and that really lingered and left a really positive trail and they do have the power to override the negative so they are just some steps that you can take and I just thought it was worth us talking about whether we're okay because we've been through a lot in the last few months And it would be completely understandable and it is completely okay if you're not feeling like you did at the beginning of the year. But it's just really to flag up that there's this checklist that you can go through just to really ask yourself honestly, how am I doing in all of these areas? And if there are more than a few of them where I can identify that I'm not doing as well as I maybe think I should be, maybe that's the time to ask for help, whether that's going to see your GP, your doctor, your mental health professional. And I, if you listen to the podcast I did with Nick Chapman uh, about her feel-good habits, we talked about the benefits of counselling and how I thought maybe after lockdown or as we ease out of it, it might be prudent for me to 
see someone again and I'm making steps to try and do that because I just don't see any harm in taking that step towards actually making sure that my mental health's okay given everything and just making sure that or just giving myself an easier time by help giving somebody to walk that journey with me and guide me so that I don't get lost so that's what I wanted to ask you are you okay (laughs) and do you want to talk about this at greater length of any experts if you're not okay are there any questions you'd want me to ask to a mental health professional that you'd like me to get on the show are there any conversations you'd like to have in that facebook group just let me know now the purpose of this episode has not to be depressing it has just been to have a little bit of a touch a a touchstone a touch point so that you've got a frame of reference so that you can just ask yourself maybe you're doing absolutely fine and that's how i hope this episode finds you But this is just for anyone who might be feeling a little bit unsettled. These are the checkpoints. This is the checklist you can go through just to check in with yourself. And then if you need to take steps to maybe get yourself back to a place where you feel okay. And I hope, I really hope that you, for that reason, find this episode helpful. And as ever, my DMs are open. My email is open. I love hearing from you. Email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com slide into my dms on instagram and twitter where i'm at emma guns or join that facebook group it's not just me in there there are thousands of others of you thousands of other listeners to this podcast in that group who can if you're struggling with anything if you go in there and say do you know what i went through the checklist i'm not doing okay on about four things has anyone else been feeling like this i guarantee you'll be met with love and support by the members of the podcast group so please do come over there and join the link to join is in the show notes please do click it you have to answer some questions and agree to them forum rules but then you'll have all of the loveliness of all the most excellent people in there so please do go over there and join thank you so much for listening it is always an honor and a privilege to spend this time with you i will see you on the next one Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.